Shut up, I love it. Tonight on the Clamp Podcast Network. Don't miss Shut Up, I Love It. Now with comedy and laughs. Shut up. I love it. I'm Joe Cabello. And I'm Sasha Feiler. Yeah, and you are. this is Shut Up. Yeah, I am. <laughs> clamp, clamp. And this is Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast where we invite a special guest to talk about something underrated, misunderstood, canceled, forgotten, uh, unknown, anything of the kind. Joining us today, we have a special guest. Finally, finally, we got him. He's an actor improviser that is often mistaken for someone you personally know. He has done commercials for NBA Tickets.com, Domino Pizza, Domino's Pizza, Jelly Belly, and has a cat and a dog. He can be seen with the improv group Honeymoon at the clubhouse a couple of nights uh, a month. Welcome, Adam Wasser. I love it. Oh, how are you guys? Too so good. good. O- old time friend. Been in a lot of uh, black box theaters with you, Adam. Uh, the two, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the old Andy Dick and uh, something else. One of them, Del Close. <laughs> it's Del Close. Funny Del how Close, we remember yeah. Andy Dick, but Del Close has Del gone Close. forgotten. Go I mean, on, they're all dicks in some sense. That's you know? true. Yeah. One says yeah, yeah, say, yeah, yeah. I love when people Just a bunch of dicks. People talk about Del Close, and it's like, well, he was in like one movie, and they like give some like obscure role here, and it's like, all right, guys. He was a nobody. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm that, sorry wow, that's... Fans, but he was a nobody. But also, our, you know, at some point, our mentor, like dead mentor, that <laughs> not led mine. towards the greatness of improv. Not mine. I, lo- I love the I don't know why I'm saying. Uh, uh, Joe, the, I'm not taking this shit. Yeah, we're I don't know Del Close. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I wonder if we're here to talk about Del Close or you got something else, not. Adam. Because Del Close would be a pretty good topic. But no, 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 absolutely. Case. It was the Andy Dick uh, theater. I love it. Uh, yeah, so we are going to talk about one of uh, my favorite movies, uh, uh, Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Not Gremlins, uh, but Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2. They are back in New York and wreaking havoc. It's great. It's a great movie. Amazing. Amazing. And, uh, you know, obviously this is going to be Gremlins 2 focused, um, but I think we would have to talk about Del Close. The first. Before. Uh, no, you're right. Uh, the first. <laughs> we, we would have to just get your thoughts on the first. I mean, is it, in, is it just that you like this one more or do you not like Gremlins? Like kind of where do you sit on Gremlins? The first one is good. It's a good movie. Uh, uh, this one is mostly because I saw it a lot more as a kid. Uh, mm. This was one of those films that uh, recorded off of HBO and then just rewatched over and over. Uh, the first one, I remember seeing bits and pieces, and I, I don't think I saw it in, in its entirety until, you know, years later as an adult. Um, and... It's great. It's a it's a fun. It's a scarier film. Uh, mm-hmm. For those who don't know, which would be weird, I think. But for those who don't know, the Gremlins uh, they start off with a little cute uh, guy named uh, uh, Gizmo. Uh, you can't get him wet. You can't feed him after midnight. Can't expose him to sunlight. All those things happen, and monsters are created. And that's Gremlins one. 
uh, Gremlins Very premise right? Like, here's the premise, here's how it works. Yeah, like, it goes in. Rules small, of the world. Yeah, monster in a small town. Monsters mm. in a small town. That's the first one. Uh, the, the, the second one uh, takes it to another level. Um, I guess uh, watching it as a kid, I should say, like, I got re-kind of introduced this movie about a year ago. I was watching uh, um, a YouTube channel that I watch uh, uh, called Some More News, and they were talking about the merger of Warner Brothers and uh, uh, Discovery, and they were talking about how Warner Brothers has been screwing over movies and, and directors for a long time and used Gremlins 2 as an example, and they talk about how in Gremlins 2, the director... Uh, didn't want to make it. He thought the first one was great and didn't and felt didn't feel need to tell this any more of the story. And they gave him. Uh, they were like, "We're going to give you a lot more money, and we're going to give you you know creative freedom." And it took him like five years to finally acquiesce to it and was like, "Fine, I'll do it." Um, I didn't know any of that, you know, as a kid. As a kid, it's just fun, stupid. I kind of watching like a what I thought was something of a horror film, although you know it's not. Um, but re-watching it as an adult and knowing, like, this history behind it of how this director, like, didn't want to make it and was like, I'm just going to basically make fun of the fact that I'm making the sequel mm -hmm. and I'm going to, you know, give Warner Brothers not necessarily garbage, but just, you know, something that they did a not A wacky expect. version. A wacky version. It plays like a parody of gremlins yeah while also being a gremlins movie like i have so many thoughts and wouldn't talk I, about this movie because and like i think you have to talk about it in regard to gremlins one i think just because of how it does exactly what you're saying it's kind of like this f you yeah idea of itself <laughs> yeah it doesn't i mean it, it very much like doesn't even pretend to take itself seriously um out of the gate like the first the the you know the opening you first off you guys this was your first time watching or no uh sasha uh for and, me yes and gremlin did you see gremlins one sasha at all at some point i saw the whole thing but i saw lots of bits and pieces throughout the years but at some point there was a whole watching of gremlins mm -hmm. what about you joe well yeah i do own the one and two uh, and I had watched them last year with my wife to show her both of them. Uh, so we had watched it pretty recently. I'm Fresh. very familiar with Gremlins. I'm also familiar with Munchies, uh, Gremlins ripoff. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh, uh -huh. And yeah, whatever you think about a Gremlins one or two audience, uh, it looks like Oscar bait compared to Munchies. <laughs> Munchies, well, by Munchies the way another one i grew up watching yeah. like also always on either hbo or whatever but like yeah that one i knew very well uh and i recently rewatched it with a group of friends um because it was you know it's it's so amazingly terrible it's so funny that we're talking about it because jay hunter former guest many times and my husband he's kind of uh veering off into a new podcast lane where they talk uh, him and his uh friend dave talk about a movie from like nostalgic movie from the past. So that's the first episode. And the second episode, they talk about it after seeing it. 
So they like comparing notes oh, to that's like fun. how they remember it compared mm-hmm. to like, whoa. So Munchies was the first one on the list. So that's how I learned about Munchies. Have not seen it, but I saw the, you know, the whole obsession with it. Oh, uh, yeah. get ready. It is, it is something else. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it is a movie. Um, but, it's like Mac and Me to E.T. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. that is a great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without the high budget of McDonald's behind it. Right. Um, uh, but so Sasha, is your first time seeing Gremlins too? First time. I want to hear how much you loved it. No, I oh. want to hear your. I, I'm just you will, curious. You will eventually. Okay. Yeah. All right. She'll uh, give little teasers here and there of what her feelings. I'm sure, but mm-hmm. she likes to hold her cards close. All right. So the ratings are four, baby. Um, I loved uh, right out of the gate, and this was something like I had, you know, forgotten. I rewatched it a year ago, and then again this week. But uh, that opening with with uh, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck Mm -hmm. uh, really set the tone. Like right out of the gate, Mm -hmm. this is not a horror film. This is a you could argue a kids movie, but I would say even more. This is a stupid movie. Like, we're just mm-hmm. going to have the dumb jokes you remember from cartoons. That's what this is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you go in understanding that, it's much more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, Meta and referential and everything. Yeah. I, as a kid, there are so many little scenes that I remember certainly laughing at and enjoying. Um, you know, the uh, the one that always stuck out to me was, of course, when... Uh, uh, when when brain gremlin which we'll get into later but shoots another one and and uh, uh has the the little speech of you know was that civilized no clearly not fun but mm-hmm. no way civilized like i repeated that line so much in my he's life. an icon formative a formative line right it really is but i had no appreciation for so many of the uh uh elements of warner brothers that they were sticking into you know when they they give a tattoo onto one of the gremlins of the warner brothers sign at the time i just thought "Eh, that's funny i mean i was 10 11 whatever watching it as an adult you can see the kind of like here you go warner brothers this Mm -hmm. is what you wanted right this Mm -hmm. is the garbage Mm -hmm. you wanted so there you are um it's uh I don't know. Watching it as it was, it's such a different experience and so much more enjoyable. Also, because there's so many. Oh, I'm gonna go off on a lot of different. Well, before we get, because there's so much I want to talk about too that I, I feel like jumping in tangents. I want to know. Obviously, you love it. What category of shut up? I love it. Do you think it belongs into? How do you see the world viewing this movie right now? So I, when it came out, you know, it's notoriously was panned and and seen as like oh they totally screwed up gremlins it's one of the reasons why people hate sequels is like this is a good example of a shitty sequel but um in the last couple of years and i didn't realize this uh, uh, up until a couple months ago it's got a big cult following now Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. there's a lot more people who love it it had a higher rating on rotten tomatoes than i thought um i guess i had just assumed everybody hated this but um, I'm happy to know that they don't. They get it. So, so revived, yeah. revived, maybe. What's that? Revived yes. is like, a, yeah, yeah, a category that I think somebody used once on Shut Up, I Love It. Maybe we'll bring it back for this one. Well, you can't yeah. trust like the cult following. You can't trust it, right? Because I would, I would think most people 
are like, oh, Gremlins, yeah, cute movie, I remember that being good. And then you're like, Gremlins 2, and then their mind immediately goes to uh, a stupid sequel. Like, I mm. I, I think the yeah. casual person, that is what they would think, and rightfully so. Um, but it's a movie ahead of its time because it is trying to be a stupid sequel. It's leaning into that, almost similar to the newest Matrix movie, which I yeah. loved. The newest Matrix movie, also Warner Brothers, right, is saying, fuck you, mm. Warner Brothers, for making us do this. Right. We are going to be talking about how stupid this is to do. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, they literally call out Warner Brothers in that movie. Like, uh, they're good. They want to make another video game. Like, it, but they don't, like, they're really not shy about it. And Gremlins 2, uh, yeah, it takes, it, it's not quite as blatant, but it's pretty close as it, as the movie goes on. Like, uh, uh as we hit, Warner Brother elements of the 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 Batman signal uh single mm. uh, signal uh is such a funny stupid bit and it's another Warner Brothers there you go this is what you want um yeah it it is ahead of its time it's so good and that director uh, uh Joe Dante um was you know he talked about uh big into creature feature but also big into looney tunes um so it makes sense that that style of humor is all over the place he also i didn't realize at the time uh he directed so many movies that i watched as yeah, a he's kid a legend absolute legend which makes so much sense like how much i'm drawn to this film and uh, like uh explorers and uh um Oh my God! Now I'm blanking. Uh, the Burbs, Inner Space, all these films that I watched repeatedly as a kid, very similar and have that sort of a, a quirky sense of humor to them. And he, uh, I, I didn't realize what an influence this guy had on me until years later. Yeah, all um, the VHSs you would rent over and over and over again mm -hmm. is Joe Dante. Has probably got his stamp on most of them. Yeah, yeah, very easily. It's uh, so great. Um, for me, yeah. what makes this movie, like, I think anybody could watch it today and connect with it is what happens with a lot of like eighties and early nineties movies where, um, they were commenting on corporate culture mm -hmm. really heavily. And it's funny how none of that's really changed. You know, or at least like as cyclical, it seems in a way, even the smart building that they're making fun of and uh -huh. just how media is. Uh, I think this movie, everything they're making fun of about that applies today. Which I thought about that, too. And it almost made me sad. Like these artists go out of their way to make a statement about how corporations uh, uh, kill the artists and the artistry and. uh Nobody cares. <laughs> like, it still happens 30 years later, mm -hmm. you know, between Matrix uh, and um, I think the new um, Looney Tunes film has a, is the bad guy is a guy that's stealing stories and just making bland stories over time. Like, again, Ooh. same theme of just uh, this is what happens 
and we don't seem to uh, change our ways and force these companies artificial uh, intelligence too much power yes. yeah. yeah yeah and even the uh, the wily e. coyote movie got completely scrapped yeah like, right a movie we'll never see of something that i got to imagine people would enjoy but uh yeah they don't they take away so much um that's another element, though, of this film that I did not, I couldn't have appreciated as a kid is the blatant uh, reference to Trump uh, as the, yeah. the main bad guy yeah. and uh, Ted Turner. Um, yeah, these corporate people who just kind of like, yeah, ruin everything. Yeah, clamp. Um, clamp. Uh, well, and you clamp. see his book, his mm -hmm. like they show for two seconds. It's such a clear. Uh, uh, the the cover is exactly Trump's book. It's not even kind of shying away from it. It's great. Yeah, twenty dollars. I think they say it is, which at the time, pretty hefty. Yeah, book pretty price. steep for uh, yeah, yeah, right. Very. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, Adam, how many times do you think you've seen the movie over the years? Uh well, you know, as a kid, I couldn't even tell you. Like, it was literally just something that I had on those recorded VHS and burned through. I would say that by the time I was probably in my mid to later teens, I probably stopped. Uh, I, I probably hadn't seen it for a long time since then. And it wasn't until maybe last year that I rewatched it through this new lens of knowing about the director's story. What is story. it about the last year that both of you it, came it, back to it? It really... Uh, the fact that I was informed that the director had different intentions and I like it just mm -hmm. kind of clicked. I was like, I got to watch this again. And watching it through that lens made me appreciate the movie's message of we don't need another. <laughs> we don't need more gremlins. But also, like, it seems like he must have had so much fun at the same time. Like, he's mad that he that they're making it. But I know they like paid him a lot more. And he was like. I get to do whatever I want, so I'm gonna make these uh, more gremlins. More yeah. gremlins. And it's awesome, like great sequences with the gremlins. Uh, Insane set pieces. Insane. Yes. Yeah, and like the we just the thinnest plot to keep to carry us through, mm -hmm. right? We just but just an excuse to uh, have a, a famous woman uh, gremlin. Uh, an excuse to like come up with as many different types of gremlins mm -hmm. as we can. The Phantom of the Opera bit is so stupid and so funny. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, a lot of inventive gremlins. Yeah. In it. yeah. It, it, that's like part of the fun of watching it and what keeps you going. And it essentially is like aliens. Yeah. The movie. Like, right. That's the plot is just like, oh, we're stuck in this horrific place with these creatures and have to get out. And not bring yeah. them with us. Like, it's that. <laughs> and when you have an interesting creature, that's all you need. Right. It's fun to watch. Um, Especially when it's all practical effects, of course. Yeah. It all yeah. looks good. and is It looks so good. Like, that, almost every sequence in there. You have, like, one or two moments where you're like, oh, it's a, <laughs> a fun, clear green screen. Um, uh, or... Uh, um, claymation type thing mm -hmm. uh, but only a few like a very few and the rest are yeah those practical effects look so good and they did in the first one as well like yeah. they had that really down uh perfectly um 
unlike munchies. Yes. Totally. Mm. Yeah, the, the gremlins, like, <laughs> feel real. Absolutely yeah. real. Yeah. It, it's the only thing that still kind of gives it a little scare at moments. You know, there are sequences that are just like... Uh, uh, when he's when he's putting the guy, uh, uh, the gremlin in the shredder, um, mm-hmm. and everything like, there is a moment of ugh, that's this this scene is just gross and it's fun, um, but not as comical. Whereas to so many of the other stupid parts are just uh, uh, such a delight. Oh, it's it just and it makes me feel like a kid rewatching it. Um, mm-hmm. That's you know nostalgia element to it for sure but like every single i i catch every reference now that i definitely could not have before especially i had no idea you know when i watched it i didn't know who christopher lee was and by the time uh uh uh, lord of the rings and star wars come out and i learn oh he had a big history of being in all these horror films and being dracula and satan and then to watch this movie and see how they used him, it's so funny. It's just so funny. And he's so great in it. Yeah, and It's then. like they literally wrote him in. They're uh-huh. like, let's just have this guy in the movie. We don't yeah. know. Like, we'll figure something out. And yeah, uh, the, the great... Just show up tomorrow. We'll start shooting. We'll figure it out. There's so much, like, good horrific shit in this movie. Like, the, uh, the diseases. Like, oh, is this... Uh... <laughs> Is this cholera? Yeah. Oh, it's not. It's a, uh, just rabies. Yeah, I got. Uh, I have rabies. Ah, like, <laughs> so good. His name is Doctor Catheter. Like, what a stupid yes, name. Just stupid, but perfect. And the the twins are Martin and Lewis. Like, yeah, the twins again, are great. Certainly references I was never gonna get um, at the time, but now so funny. It's also fun because. There are so many people in this movie that I can still pick out from other films. Um, like the twins are both in Terminator 2. Um, the, uh, uh, the the guy that gets caught, the employee that gets caught for smoking was in The Burbs. Uh, and uh, uh, he was in Laughing. Like, he's a legend comedian that I didn't even realize. Um uh, I'm trying to think. You've like, got uh, you know. the guy doing like basically Spengooly or uh, Joe Bob Briggs that does oh, the horror yeah. thing. Like. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, right from uh, uh, Rudy and or uh, Last Action Hero and um, Grandpa Fred. Right, that's yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that that's uh, what's amazing about that too is like that was uh, show, talking about like the downfall of that type of program programming of mm-hmm. the host to a yes. horror movie yet yeah those programs are still going on and still like pretty popular really like, joe bob briggs still has a show on shutter sven Gulli still does a show every week i forget That's on so what cool. network like so it's it's kind of cool how that has kept alive somehow and i love those types of shows having a little host I remember we had, I don't remember what our guy, the guy that we had, his name was, but I do remember like, yeah, he, he had like a black circles around his eyes, had that was in the crypt. It's gotta be Spengooly, yeah, I think. Yeah, 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 okay. 
But uh, and he was always on like Saturday afternoon, Saturday like after Saturday morning cartoons. His programming came on, uh, so it was weird in the daytime. But he showed all those classic horror films. Um, and just and like yeah, this guy we, says, no one wants the people at three a.m. aren't scared. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah you're gonna put yeah. it after Saturday morning cartoons. And uh, Grandpa Fred in that scene has. Like this mini monologue, he's like, oh, when I went into broadcasting, I thought I was going to do news and serious things, and now I'm dealing with this garbage. And it's just like, this is uh, Joe Dante spilling his guts right here. Mm. Like, this is mm. Joe Dante's monologue. Nice. Um, I thought just laying into it uh, real thick on that, which I thought was great. And it was like this beautiful moment. That's the other thing. For a pretty stupid movie, It had, the performances are so good. Um, I would argue that the boss sucked. I know. I know she's beautiful. I know. Um, oh, oh, Marla, I did not. The redhead. Okay. The redhead. Oh, yeah. she's in. Yeah. No, yeah. she's so good. She plays her role. Um, I could not handle her accent. I lived in New York for too long. Like she's doing like a parody of a parody of a bad New York accent. Like it's so bad. And I mean, it, it just stand stood out to me so much. That I couldn't forgive her for that. Yeah, but I, I don't do think you get it. I don't think Sasha, you get it. I do feel okay. like they were they they heard that accent and they were like, "Yeah, it it's too much. Like it's too much, and that's what we want." It's Probably. way over it's the top. Cartoonish. She just stands out like a yeah. Like a, I don't think it, she's trying to be accurate. What they're doing is a cartoonish version of a person, like you would see in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like some of the New York characters act that way. Like, I understand, but she stood out like a sore thumb to me in the movie. She's that so reason. good. I think she's that character she's so is pretty. amazing. And you know, you said how many times have we watched it? When I was a kid, probably half the times I rented it were because of Phoebe Cates. I mean, sure, uh, not. Yeah, not fast times. You didn't rent that. Oh, that one <laughs> has a hole allowed. in it, doesn't it? Uh, but was it? She's so pretty, by the way. Too all the women are gorgeous. Yes, it's absolutely. Yes. Yeah, it's, um, it's I massive. did know that she married Kevin Klein. Like that's the mm. they got married uh, in the eighties and are still together. Uh, great, good for them. That's fantastic. Good for him. As great I as out. I clench my show. fist. Good for him. <laughs> um. But and and uh, what's his name? Uh, Zach. The the uh, main Billy. Gross. Yes. Bruce, yeah. I forget his name, but yeah. But yeah, uh, we all like, know who we're talking about. Those yeah. are the only two where it's like I can't. Even Phoebe Gates, I know Fast Times and Drop Dead Fred, but I can't picture. Her. You know, I know she kind of got tired of making movies and kind of bowed out. I don't know if he kept going. Um, I think he like. I don't just think got so. Parts, I think that's all he's known for. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, there are people, again, in this movie, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Clamp's right-hand man, Froster. Foster. Yeah, he's good. Who, uh, when I looked him up, I was like, oh my god, he had a bit part in things like Back to School, Inner Space, uh, um, uh, uh, The Burbs. Like, all these movies where I'd seen him a million times and never was able to mm -hmm. piece it together and he's in munchies uh where uh shot it on the same he's always week. playing a bad guy he's always he's always kind of a wormy guy and then deep space nine is what he's known for i think or yeah. one of the star treks 
Uh, but I never watched Star Trek. So. And he's a good uh, guy in that. You know. Yeah. Oh, he is. Or you uh, know, he's a little, but he's he's not a bad guy. Right. You know. Um, but yeah, I think I think it, it, that's a some something else about this movie that I love so much is just all the connections I can make to other movies through this movie, which I didn't even realize um, having that effect on me. Yeah, it's really fun when you get into those movies where uh, I listen to a podcast, Junk Food Cinema, and they're always listing out all the connections of these uh, junk food movie people who just, like, work on these genre movies. And Mm -hmm. it's so fun just like, oh, that guy is so sick. Let me watch all of his movies with that girl. You know, it's... uh, And then you just go on a trail of awesome and weird movies. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many... Uh, people to you can connect to. It's funny because yeah, and you know the '90s when I was coming into my own and, and really watching a lot of movies at the time. There were so many names I could pull and, and connections I could make at that time. And uh, I think around 2010, that just I got old and was like, all right, I, I can't keep up anymore. Yeah, um, it's like, and some people just have that brain and interest to like remember everyone. Stupid yeah, things. yeah, like that. Um, but the guy who played uh, uh, John Glover, who played Clamp, you know, uh, also was in Scrooged and plays kind of that same He's great character. at that. That's smarmy He's guy. so good. And he's so... What's great in Gremlins 2 is how he's the bad guy, kind of, but he's so naive and sympathetic. Like, he's, uh, uh, you know vapid he 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 doesn't realize that he doesn't understand how to deal with people kind of like a trump kind of like a ted turner i'm assuming but jungle plays him such an innocent sweet guy that it's hard to really hate him for all the shit he's doing yeah he just yeah. is like uh, people want this right so i'm gonna i'm gonna give it to him it's such a good performance out of him it is because like you don't distrust him completely or hate him completely in this movie and that's important because he kind of like does try to help and is right. trying to be part of the solution yeah um, so he plays Even it at, really well and, and at that end uh when he's describing how they're gonna like kill all the gremlins see like oh see what we're gonna do like he explains it as if this guy should understand most of what's going on and the mm-hmm. cop is like yeah uh yeah. all right yeah uh, i guess sure um, as if he even understands yeah, what's right. going on <laughs> with his little escape uh, hatch yeah, thing right into now, the yes. city. Which, really, we more buildings I would feel better knowing they have. Yeah, I would like one of those. Right? Can I ask a question? So the, did the Chinese um, shop owner die from the cough in six weeks? Is that what happened? Yeah. I think you Thank could you. make the That's... argument that they offed him in some way but i don't think it's in the movie you know like i don't think it's fully there in the movie but yeah i think but you're opium you're working on that script yeah. aren't you what like, happened in that two weeks between <laughs> the first scene and the rest of the movie that's what yeah. i'm into um now one thing i would say that could be a criticism of the movie is also like what makes it so fun and that's that like there isn't a big focus on zach and phoebe cage mm-hmm. or like even just one character even um 
uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Gizmo. Like, he's yeah. not a big focus. It's really spread across a ton of characters, which makes it so much fun. But I can see that kind of being something that can take people out of it. Yeah, it is. It definitely uh, has that element. And that was something I didn't even realize until this time I watched it. I was like, man, Gizmo is not the first 45 minutes, like, really just kind of, like, out there somewhere, but not an integral part of the whole thing. Mm. Um, and, but I don't know, I'm, I, I'm okay with it. I love watching all the different people. I also love that we give a good amount of time to these characters that we maybe shouldn't like, uh, uh, clamp like Christopher Lee's character and everybody in the science lab, um, Julia Sweeney from SNL. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I did not realize at the time of watching. I didn't realize it till last year when I watched it. And the, uh, flu, the flu lady. The flu mm-hmm. lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked it up. She like started SNL. I think the same year as this movie came out. Mm-hmm. Just info for those who are listening. Del Close never on uh, SNL. Ah, I'm bringing it all never back. Never even wrote for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um. Also, uh, I, uh, um, uh, the messenger um, is uh, uh, who whistles and uh, brings the the rabies or whatever to him uh, to Christopher Lee is Tuco from Breaking Bad. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't know this at the time, but Dean Norris, uh, who plays Hank, is one of the SWAT team members which i think is what? so funny yeah oh that's funny right yeah. uh it yeah. all started here. they all got their start from gremlins 2 it's a big movie it is i mean that's the Amazing. credit to that what i was saying is kind of a weak point is you have all these people and they all get at least two minutes at yeah, the very right? least, like, which actually is a lot of screen time for any bit part mm-hmm. uh, to do something yeah, you get to you get to really know them, know who they are before you either watch them get killed or frantically run around. Yeah, it could be a TV show, and just want to bring up the recent TV show as well. Did you watch any of that? The animated series? I did not. Have not. Same. Uh, not interested. <laughs> so, like, and we're talking about how Gremlins Two is Joe Dante's. Like, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. And for that, I just don't understand why you would make a Gremlins animated series. It feels like idiotic. And it's the same thing, right? It's Warner Brothers trying to milk anything that they can. I mean, nostalgia is like back in full swing yeah. for the last couple of years. We try to bring back anything because we know they know that can make money um, rather than coming up with a lot more original stuff um which is what gremlins 2 was commenting on 30 years ago like it hasn't changed yeah it just seems like and it seemed like it i can't speak to it because i didn't really see it at all but seemed to be an earnest take Mm. on gremlins i think it's a prequel even of of, uh gizmo with the chinese guy Hmm. so I don't know. It just seems like you don't get it, and 
<laughs> yeah. What the fuck? That's fair. I yeah, no, that's fair. Oh, you didn't mean me. I thought you meant I didn't I, get it. I don't think you get it either because you didn't see it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the people who made it—it it would be shocking it. if you got it without even seeing without it. even seeing it. Yeah. It's upsetting. Um, uh, then you have something like the Critters TV show, the new Critters TV show. I didn't know show, that was a thing. And that's a show that gets it because it knows what Critters is, and Critters was always bullshit. <laughs> critters the oh, i've only seen the second one of um again because it was on hbo all the time it's the only one i know of uh i mean i know uh, there's like six of them and, and, but, and plus tv shows yeah so and a tv show yeah yeah yeah, yeah. another interesting but, gremlins ripoff kind of knockoff yeah. right yeah um i mean having little monsters run around Mm-hmm. There's no way Gremlins was the first one to do that, but true, it's they a, were the yeah. best one. It's of a certain type, though, because you could even look at things like um, Puppet Master, which is little creatures mm-hmm. running around, but they're not quite the cute creatures. And I think even <laughs> Ghoulies is... I was going to say Ghoulies, yeah. Ghoulies isn't quite it either, because those creatures are gross and different versus like the we have this one type of creature who's like this edge of cute and terror terrifying mm-hmm. yeah uh As you man, can... there were a lot of knockout we did in the 80s we're really afraid of a lot of little monsters and we watched around. all of them we all ate of all of them multiple times apparently yeah As yeah you can see yeah. sasha adam and i are connoisseurs of the gremlins <laughs> past oh and i live with a person who's probably done the same thing so i'm so very familiar yeah, yeah we uh, we gotta start a podcast with jay about uh the gremlins knockoff movies <laughs> just the gremlins it. knockoffs. that okay. would be a great excuse to go through so many of those uh those films see uh um, yeah so, should we talk about anything else before we go to the ratings, or you think it's time, Joe? I mean, I could talk about Marla and Phoebe Cates for another hour. I do want to save it for the ratings. I, I do want to bring up my favorite character, Please. which is the building. The building itself, Ooh. with the voiceover announcements, is so funny, and I certainly something I don't think I picked up on as a kid. But the when the uh, the fire alarm is pulled and it's like. Fire, the great destroyer. Please act like your natural humanist uh human instinct and panic or whatever it says. Like yeah. uh and the doors getting stuck each time so that by the end when we see the SWAT team come in, like that is a beautiful joke. That is a, a well executed and and earned joke that I love so much. Yeah, the whole building um, is great. And then just like talking about the whole smart technology. Mm-hmm. Is just scary. and I'm like that's good that they're recycling or whatever they're doing. Yeah, but they're like it's insane. <laughs> Those people are recycling. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, great please. character. Have a yeah, thought about right? that. It's a but... solid character. I love that. Yeah, that it's building. like when people say, you know, New York is a character, and I'm like, it's New York is not a character. <laughs> but the building, I agree. It is <laughs> Thank you, thank you, Sasha. Mm, Appreciate sold. that. Now, Joe. Would you tell us how the ratings work? Yes, we're going to rate Gremlins 2 on a scale of 0 to 10 using something else as the basis of our scale. So that something else could be another movie. You could say, hey, I'm going to rate this with Ghoulies at a 2 out of 10 because it's not a very good movie. But Gremlins is an 8 out of 10 because it's way better. Or you could rate it off of uh, 
drinking water and melting and uh, replicating yourself is in 10 out of 10 so you could have two of you and uh gremlins is a 10 out of 10 as well and if that doesn't make sense sasha and i will go first <laughs> you're gonna go first this time joe all right i'm going to rate this i mean we've talked of a lot of movies we've talked ghoulies munchies so uh, critters all the s at the end yeah if it's got an s at the end it's it's part of it <laughs> um but i'm gonna go basic and just rate it against the first one uh someone's got to do it and i'm gonna be the one that way you can't do that adam no if you, that's what you wanted to do you could do it too great great no it's fine, it's fine. uh but uh gremlins I, I think it's one of those movies everybody has to watch um especially if you're going to watch gremlins too it's really good um now i'm gonna have to say if we're using it in the scale with gremlins 2 it's a seven out of ten mm. all right i see nice. what you're building up to. that's because uh -huh. gremlins 2 is a 10 out of 10. gremlins mm -hmm. 1 would be a 10 out of 10 if this could be 13 out of 10 for gremlins 2 <laughs> but it can't be, at least not for me. Uh, some people go above scale for ratings. But Gremlins 2 is just so much fun. Um, I just watched it a couple days ago again and had watched it like a year prior. If somebody wanted to watch with me tonight, I would watch it. You know, there's just too many fun scenes. And just every scene is a blast. It's so good, looks so good. I think it really is undeniable, and I think it holds up more today than it probably even did at the time it came out. And I hope more people like watch it with that in mind, uh, that this isn't just a stupid movie. It's actually an incredibly smart movie that is silly. So 10 out of 10 for Gremlins 2. Sasha. I'll compare this uh, movie, Gremlins 2, to another movie from the 80s that I haven't seen since I was a kid, but I remember loving it and being like, this movie is so good. It's the best one ever. And it's probably not, question mark, Short Circuit. Oh, so, yes. Like, I really love Short classic. Circuit. Classic. Such a classic. I loved it so much. And um, just that memory of like how good it was and the context. I was in the summer camp and I saw that movie and I loved it. Um, 10 out of 10. Again, I'll, I may never know if it's a 10 out of 10, truly or not. It, probably not. It but that's part of it. He doesn't want to watch For it. Fisher Stevens playing an Indian guy, yeah. it's, it's he a has apologized. No, yeah, he I, has no, I, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard about that terrible thing. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, like the movie itself is a is a dumb but like believable at the time sci-fi, you know, uh, comedy. It seemed like really great for me. Um, and I'm going to rate it so against that movie. Gremlins 2, uh, I went in thinking, oh, my God, it's just like going to be a tedious watch. But I enjoyed it. I really thought those set pieces were fantastic. We're, we're never like basically like any movie is as good as, the, as their antagonist. And the true antagonist is the Gremlins. Like when they start coming up, right, because they're like against humanity. I mean... Like, it, in, but they become like protagonists. Like, it's it's a weird thing what they're doing with the structure. So you like just enjoy watching 
them being bad and and and, and the mastery behind the execution is really good i give it an eight out of ten nice Two points were uh, taken off for the bad New York accent. Oh my. Yet, <laughs> yet Fisher Stevens gets, <laughs> gets a ten uh, out of ten. Because in my in my in my just naive uh, eight year old brain, he's Indian. Was, he was Indian. It was, it was totally fine. Yeah, Listen, in fact, I probably thought so. Yeah. Very racist, but I think his accent was dead on. Uh, there you go. He did good. He's a good actor. Let's just say <laughs> he is a great actor. He really is. Watch Succession. Most He's importantly, wonderful. Adam. Well, oh yeah, Sasha, sure. you, what about you? You brought up Short Circuit, and so because we're talking sequels, I will not put this against Short Circuit Two. Oh. Ooh. Which arguably is about the same as Short Circuit One. Uh, it's, it's only a little stupider, but only a little bit. And I watched it a lot as a kid and I definitely loved it as a kid. Um, so I would put short circuit two at probably, uh, about a seven out of 10. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely going to put gremlins to uh, at a 10 out of 10. There yeah. we go. Like it has to be. Um, yeah, it really is too. I I don't I do wonder had I not had background knowledge of the film and watched mm-hmm. it as an adult what I would think uh, about it. Although I have a feeling I would definitely find it funny uh, at many points. But that knowing what Joe Dante was doing just makes me enjoy it on such a such a wonderful level. Well, like that's it's, yeah, that's a very profound point. Yeah, to be like he was just like saying a few to Warner Brothers. I mean, like, that's the last Gremlin movie we're going to do because there's nowhere to go after this. Gremlins took over and it's wacky. I, I read this yeah. thing where people had said that Gremlins 2, you know, killed Gremlins. And that's kind of what he wanted to do. And so he killed it. He killed it. And it's it's so good. It's so good. Love a good kill. Who does it? Well, amazing. Adam, thank you so much for coming on Shut Up. I love it. Thank Being you, in gremlins to a new batch uh anything you want to promote i don't know honeymoon shows anything at all i've listened to a couple podcasts you guys do uh you guys do a pretty good job promoting honeymoon so i appreciate that <laughs> that's true Whoa. that is true <laughs> I, I thought you were like so i don't want to no yeah. no no i was gonna say i uh of the of course i think all the ones i've heard had uh, uh honeymoon, honeymoon. Players yeah we don't tend, we don't <laughs> tend to promote it if there's not a honeymoon member yeah so. Um, but half the time it's honeymoon the member, so yeah, that is exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, right now, uh, um, I'm just gonna uh, promote uh, honeymoon, and uh, yeah, I don't have any social media worth looking at, so don't don't look at my okay. stuff. Okay, it's very personal. Don't look at Adam's stuff. Leave him alone. Yeah, Joe, what about oh, you? Oh, go to my YouTube. You can find it at joecabello.com or just by uh, trying to. Just do your sleuthing skills. I have a new episode of my animated series, Robot Guy Teen Team, called The Dry Dream Curse. It's a very uh, fun episode. Uh, And more stuff's going to be coming out. Oh, and big announcement. Big announcement is I have a big announcement coming up February 1st. There might be a Kickstarter for a big project that I've been working on for a long time. So if you like my stuff, you're going to love this. Tune in. Okay, and I follow will. us. Yes. You better. Yes, Adam I will. will. I'll tune in. Uh, 
Follow us, us at uh, Shut Up I Love It One on, I believe, X, formerly known as Twitter, and IG. So those are two places. I think Facebook account's been locked out forever. <laughs> so um, just look, look for us at Shut Up I Love It One. Please follow us. Give us a rating on iTunes. Four, I'll take a four star. I prefer five. And that's all we got. Thank you, Elizabeth Sully, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this awesome track. And thank you for listening.